Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. First, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to you guys. I pray that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I pray that it was filled with love and light and just a lot of time with family. I also pray that you guys enjoy Black Friday and Cyber Monday. If you don't know, I am having a Cyber Monday sale on thechristianbay.com. It is 30% off plus free shipping. So go head over there and shop now. Also, you guys are the first to know that I will be launching a Polished Bay Luxury Boutique because you guys are always asking me, where am I getting my clothes from? My clothes that's outside of the Christian Bay merch. You guys always want to know. So I am launching a boutique. So make sure you go follow me on Instagram. It's at Polished, P-O-L-I-S-H-E-D-B-A-E, at Polished Bay on Instagram and it's where you serve the Lord and serve looks and I'm so excited for you guys to see the pieces that I have coming for y'all so make sure you guys go follow that on Instagram and let's get into today's episode. So as you can see from the title today we're going to be talking about something that a lot of people deal with in this season and a lot of people go through and it's rarely talked about and I was excited when God gave me this title because my heart does go out for those people and I can also relate to being in that place before. So the title for today is Alone for the Holidays and this is a touchy topic for some people because this is the season where a lot of people slip into depression um, and other anxiety, men- mental health issues because of this is the time that you're supposed to be around family and sometimes they don't have that family to be around. Sometimes they've lost family or if you're anything like me and your significant other is in the military, the person is away. So you experience all of these type of mixed emotions. So I was really excited for God to give me this word. So today we're going to come from the book of Ruth and we're going to be focusing on all four chapters. So y'all just going to have to read the whole book of Ruth. It's only four chapters, y'all. So we're coming from the book of Ruth and I'm going to give you three points on how to get through being alone in the holidays. So grab your journals. Now, just some background story on the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth is about this lady named Ruth and she was once married, her husband died. So she began to stay with and cling to her mother-in-law, Naomi, who was very sad and bitter because her sons and her husband had died. So they began to travel to a new land. And when they got to the new land, Naomi told Ruth to go work in this field. And long story short, Ruth married the Boaz in the town. I'm pretty sure y'all have heard about Boaz. Ruth married Boaz, which was the big shot, you know, the one that everybody wanted. That's who Ruth got. And God told me that's who we're going to be talking about today. Because when it comes to being alone during the holidays, sometimes it is about having family. But if you have a significant other there, it makes the situation more better. It makes you feel better. Even if you don't have your family around, you will have your significant other around. So a lot of people deal with depression and just feeling alone because they are either single or their significant other is away. So the first point that God placed on my heart to share with you guys in how to survive being alone during the holiday season is to cling to God in this season. So if you're taking notes, point number one is cling to God in this season. And how this relates to Ruth is that during Ruth's time of loneliness, after she lost her husband, Ruth clinged to Naomi. That was her coverer. That was her person. That was who was looking after her. That was who was giving her instructions. She knew who to cling to. She knew who to follow. She knew who to rely on during her season of loneliness, during a season where her emotions were up and down or during a season where she didn't know what was best to do at that time. She clung to the person that covered her. And our 
person is God. Our father is God. Naomi was her mother. We have our father, which is God who will cover us in every season. So if you're experiencing this in this holiday season where you're alone, the first thing that I want you to do is cling to God in this season. And Ruth chapter one, verse 16, Ruth told Naomi, don't tell me to go wherever you go. I'll go. It was nothing that could separate Ruth from Naomi. And that's how God wants us to be in this season. He understands that sometimes depression creeps in, in the holiday season. He understands sometimes that loneliness he understands sometimes that questions and why me and why am I still alone or why are you single or why are you going through this and why did the breakup happen a month before Christmas? Well, you have all these questions and all these thoughts and all these emotions. And he said, I need you to pull through those and pull on me, cling to me. And all you need to know is that if I don't know anything else, I know that I'm staying with God. If I can't figure out anything else, I know that I'm resting my feet in the presence of God. Ruth said, don't tell me to go. Don't tell me to leave. Don't tell me to turn around and go back where you go is where I go. And God said, that's how you survive being alone during the holiday seasons is you cling to me. I'm a very present help. I'm your friend. I'm going to listen to you. I'm your shoulder to cry on. So when you begin to have thoughts or when people begin to ask questions, where is your significant other? When are you going to have a significant other? When are you going to have kids? Cling to God because he is the I am. He is anything that we can need in any season. So he said, let them know the first thing to do to survive being alone during the holiday seasons is to cling to me and understand that all you have is all you need in this season. If you needed a significant other right now, I would have provided that. If you needed a child right now, I would have given you that. I need you to trust my will over their words. When you cling to God's presence during this season, which we should be doing in every season, but during this season, you have to put, you have to cling a little more. You have to push a little harder. You have to push past the opinions a little harder. You have to get tunnel vision. You have to get focused on the vision. When you cling to God, he shows you the vision that he has for your life. He shows you that I know what you want. I know the desires of your heart and I'm going to bring them in their perfect timing. It's a time and a season for everything. And God says, when you cling to me, I will reveal to you the promises that I have for you. Trust my timing. Trust my will. You don't want anything prematurely because you were listening to what people had to say. You want it in my perfect timing. So I need you to cling to me. And when you cling to me, I'll show you my promises. And then you can set your focus on that. You can put your trust in that. You can put your hope in that. You can put your feelings in that. I need you to get to work on the vision that I'm going to release to you when you cling to me. When you begin to cling to God, he'll show you his vision. And then he'll also show you what you can do to make that vision come to pass. Maybe he has you alone in this season because you need to work on your attitude or work on your communication skills. Or maybe there are some generational curses that you need to break before you get in a relationship. Maybe there are some family issues that need to be addressed before you have children. Maybe there are some other issues when it comes to finances that you need to work out before he brings your significant other because you don't want to carry that into your union, into your marriage. He shows you the vision and then he shows you a way to get to working on that vision. He shows you the cracks that need to be fixed before he releases his promise. So cling to him and then get focused on the vision because when you get in his presence, he shows you his promise. When we read Ruth 2, Ruth chapter 2, verse 2, it says that Naomi told Ruth to get in the field and get to work. She let she let Ruth know this is what you're doing in this season. Ruth was most likely lonely because her husband had died. She was probably grieving as well, but I'm going to show you the 
vision. I want you working. I want you building that business. I want you finding that home. I want you starting that new job. I want you working on that blog. I want you putting out music. I need you to work on the vision because all of the pieces are going to come together in this perfect timing. And if you're so busy grieving or crying over what you don't have, you're not preparing for what I'm going to release to you. So I need you to get focused on the vision and get to work. Ruth didn't complain about, I don't have a boyfriend. Ruth didn't complain about my husband died. Ruth got out in the field and got out, got out to work. Ruth started working in the field because that's what Naomi told her to do. So the first point is to cling to God in this season. And the second point is to focus on the vision. See what God is telling you he wants you to be doing in this season. Don't allow yourself to have a pity party. Don't allow yourself to slip into depression. Don't allow yourself to feel like you're less than because you don't have what everybody else has. This is the engagement season. This is the season people are announcing their pregnancy. Don't allow yourself to feel like you're off track or you're behind because you don't have what they have. Say, God, what is it that you want me to be doing in this season? God, what is it that you want me to be working on? A perfect example would be anybody that knows my mom. My mom is like pressed for a grandbaby. Like she just wants a grandbaby so bad. And anybody that knows me knows that I have baby fever. I've had baby fever my whole life. Like I just love babies, but I'm focused on the vision. God said, I need you to build this business because when you build this business and you focus on what I'm telling you to focus on, this business will be working for you and your baby. When you have your baby, you won't have to be building a foundation and doing the hard part. At that point, the business will be working for you. You can spend as much time as you want with your baby. You can take as many vacations as you want with your baby because you would have already done the hard part. The foundation will already be built. The roots will already be planted. The fruit will, will be the fruit will be coming forth at that season. So I need you to trust in my timing. So instead of allowing myself to feel sad or to say, well, God, why don't I have it now? I know the vision. My mind is set on the vision and I know the type of future and the type of plans that I have for my future children. So there's no reason to question God. There's no reason to feel like it needs to happen in this season because I know the vision that he has for me. So you have to get in his presence and get focused on the vision because once he shows you the vision, he shows you what to do to make that vision come to pass. When you get in your feelings, when you get in your emotions, you delay the vision because there's a certain point that you have to get to to get to the next season. But if you're not building, if you're not working, if you're not out in the field like Ruth and getting what you're supposed to be getting done, you're delaying the whole process. So I need you to tap into God's presence in this season. And I need you to get focused on the vision. I need you to get to work. I need you to get out in the field. Your time is coming. Your promise is coming. Don't question God. Just trust in his will, which leads us to point number three, trust in the promise. Because when you cling to God's presence, he shows you his plan, which helps you trust in the promise. You have to trust that everything that he shows you when you're in his presence is going to come to pass. And even though you may not see it in the physical yet, that's where faith comes in. Faith is a substance of things not seen. That's where you speak those things that are not as if they were. You have to trust in the promise because what we don't know and what we don't realize is that God is always working behind the scenes. Even though Ruth was grieving, even though Ruth had just lost the husband, Naomi told her, get out in the field and get to work. Yeah, I understand you may be sad, but get to work. I understand you may have questions, but get to work. I understand they're talking about you, but get to work. I understand you wanted to have kids with him, but get to work. I understand you just want to know why, but get to work. And Ruth got to work just like Naomi said. 
And what happens in the third point when you trust in the promise is you realize that God is always working behind the scenes. When we read Ruth chapter four, verse 13, it shows us how Boaz was already handling his business to be the husband that Ruth needed him to be. But Ruth was nowhere in the transaction. Nowhere in chapter in chapter four did Ruth have anything to do with Boaz becoming her husband. God was working behind the scenes. It was already being set up in her favor. All she had to do was be in position. She was already working. She already had built a good reputation for herself. The people in the town knew that she was an honorable woman and Boaz was on, was behind the scene already being lined up to be her husband because God is always working behind the scenes even when we don't know it. That's why we have to do our part and work towards the promise. Stay focused on the vision and trust that if God placed this vision in my heart, if God placed a significant other in your heart, if God placed marriage in your heart, the desire of marriage, the desire of a successful business, the desire of children, the desire of traveling, the desire of elevating and leaving a legacy. If God placed that vision in your heart after you cling to his presence, then you have to trust that's going to come to pass. You have to trust in the promise and you just focus on your part, whether it's the holiday season or whether it's the summer and spring, you have to focus on your part because God is still moving behind the scenes. If Ruth would have been somewhere in the corner crying, she wouldn't have been lined up for when Boaz was ready for her. She had to get out of her feelings and get in her faith and do what her father or what her covering told her to do. So God said, I need you to talk to them about being alone in the holiday seasons being alone during the holiday seasons because they don't know what I'm doing behind the scene. They don't know how I'm working on their behalf. Their Boaz could be moving to their city and they're going to meet them in January. But if you're somewhere in the corner, you're not working on the business. You're not working on making yourself better. You're not working on your mental health. You're not going to be ready when the promise comes to your front door. So I need you to talk to them about first clinging to my presence. And then I need you to talk to them about clinging to my presence and getting the plan that I have for them out of my presence. When they cling to me, I'm going to share my plan. And then I need them to trust in that promise that I released when they were in my presence because it's coming. He's working behind the scene. Don't allow what you see to make you doubt what God said. God said, let them know that they're alone during the holidays, but they won't be alone for long. But if you're not ready, the promise won't be right. You got to make sure you're in position. You got to make sure you're in the field doing your part. Make sure that your end of the bargain is up and running so that when he brings your Boaz, so that when he brings your new family, so that when he brings that new opportunity, so that when he brings that overflow in the business, so that when he brings that abundance, there's nothing short. Everything is up and ready to go. He's, he's releasing the promise to you because he wants you to set the foundation. He don't want you sitting in your feelings. He don't want you worrying about what other the people are saying. He don't want you focused on their opinion or feeling like you're a failure. He wants you using this time to set the foundation for the promise that he's releasing to you. Look, it's and it's going to come sooner than you know. Little do you know, it's right around the corner. Little do you know, you're right at the brink of it. But if you allow your feelings to distract you, it's going to delay what God has promised you. So he said, talk to them about being alone for the holidays because I need them to know that this is the season where you cling to me because I'm going to prepare you for the promise. I'm going to show you the plans that I have. And then I just need you to work, get in the field and trust in it because I'm working behind the scenes and he's bringing your Boaz sooner than you think. And Boaz doesn't just have to be a significant other that can be 
That can be an update on your health report. You're going to be healed sooner than you know. That can be a business opportunity coming sooner than you know. That can be a new family coming sooner than you know. That can be a new friend coming sooner than you know. That can be your husband and your wife coming sooner than you know. That can be a positive pregnancy test coming sooner than you know. Your Boaz doesn't just have to be a figure or a person or a significant other. It can be that thing that you've been praying and waiting on. It's coming sooner than you know, but make sure you in the field working. Make sure you're doing your part. Make sure you've cling to God so that he can prepare you for the promise. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to tap into your presence. Father God, I pray over each and every person that's listening to this podcast, God. I pray that you heal their heart. I pray that you fill their heart with your presence, Father God. This is the season where the most suicides happen, Father God. This is the season where people slip into depression. They slip into pain and they slip into the memories and they slip into regret and feeling like they're a failure, Father God. And right now, I come against that, Father God. Right now, I speak life. Right now, I speak happiness. Right now, I speak light and I speak joy and I speak your presence and your love to surround each and every person that's listening to this podcast, Father God. I pray that they find friends to accompany them during this season or loved ones or their church family or anyone that can just make them feel better in this season, Father God. You are still working even when we don't know it, Father God. Your, your will will come to pass, Father God. And I pray that each and every person that listens to this podcast stays encouraged during this season and any other season coming forth, Father God. I thank you for this word. I thank you for this encouragement for each and every person that needs to heal it, Father God. Heal their heart, Father God, and give them a new fire for you, Father God. A new fire for the promise, a new fire for restoration, a new fire for finances, a new fire for favor, a new fire for abundance, Father God. Let them know that you are still working even when they don't see it, even when it doesn't feel like it, even when the opinions come, even when people have things to say, friends and family have things to say, Father God. Let them know that you are still present and your promise still stands. Father God, we love you. I love each and every person that listens to this podcast. I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you are sowing the seed, we're going to sow the ready seed. That's what it's ready. Ready for what God has for you in the next season. Ready for the promise to come to pass. Ready to get in the field and get to building the foundation for his promises and his prosperity. If you're sowing the ready seed, you can sow the ready seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay on Cash App or PayPal, Zelle, Apple Pay, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Christian Bay podcast. I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.